right, let's do this. Episode one of the podcast. I don't actually have a name for it yet because uh, I was debating if I should name it the... What was the names I had in mind? Let me check. Uh, the Filmmaking Tourist. What do you think about that? Because um, I wanted to keep my passion for filmmaking and travel kind of combining it into the same podcast. So I'll talk about content creation, um, filmmaking in general, but also travel. Um, I already messaged some people that are going to be on the show that uh, have something to say in the travel industry and then also for uh, real filmmakers that work in videography. So in the next episode, I will have a guest and I, I, I actually enjoy having a guest more because uh, I kind of was awkward talking to myself. I was actually pretty nervous in the beginning to start something new because I've, I've been like creating content for a while now, but starting something entirely new um, for this podcast is a little intimidating, but I thought I'd just give it a go and yeah, it's just started. I, I just uh, thought like I don't have a name yet. I don't have a good setup yet, but I feel like the best thing is just to start and then go from there because uh, otherwise I wanted to do that podcast for a while now. Um, actually, like I think three or four years ago when I was still in university, I was thinking about doing a podcast because I was in Germany and I was studying, going to study abroad and I wanted to start a podcast with my buddy Nikita at the time, but he didn't really want to because uh, he thought nobody would listen to it. Four years later, I think everybody's making podcasts now. I think, uh, I mean, it would be fun to start um, back then because you can also, it's a good tool to reflect on your journey kind of. Um, but yeah, for this episode, uh, I just wanted to keep it simple. I asked some questions or asked questions on Instagram, uh, what you guys want to know about me or like if you have any questions in general. And yeah, if you don't follow me on Instagram, uh, I'm, my name, well, I have two accounts. Uh, one is more outdoor and travel stuff. Uh, it's called Seppick underscore. And then I have also like a filmmaking account where I post behind the scenes content um, and my videography work. Uh, it's called Sepic Cinema. So I want to combine those two kind of together in this podcast and yeah, just have an like combine the audiences a little bit because I will have guests on from both sides, uh, as I said before. Okay, uh, I've written all the questions down that you have asked me and I'm just going through them. I probably can't answer every single one of them because it will be too long to <laughs> there's so many questions um but yeah like the first uh rowan julia cruz asks how did i get started in content creation um it was actually like per accident kind of i after i finished uh, my university i studied uh, media engineering which is kind of like a mixture between engineering and um, filmmaking. We had like an old, uh, we had our own uh, television show and we produced that and we had also like design stuff, which I wasn't really interested in that. I was more interested in like creating movies. And we, uh, for my bachelor thesis, I did a travel documentary 
and we went through uh, the Balkans and followed a guy who built his own bamboo bike. So that was kind of my first serious approach and shooting a like a documentary or like a film. And uh, yeah, I was always just interested in making like quality content. And back then I just took photos. Uh, video wasn't really a thing for social media. It was, uh, it was like three or four years ago. I think video just in the last few uh, years or actually in the last year or two um, started to get very popular because before for example Instagram was more like photo based I would say and now uh, with the reels and all because a lot of companies they want to get more into uh, video and for marketing and everything video became really popular so if you're a photographer you also really should know um, about video so I after I finished high school I I just went on a, like, I, I thought, like, after I finished my thesis, I wanted to go somewhere, uh, live somewhere else. So I went to Vancouver, and this is where I kind of started working a little bit in the film industry, shooting music videos with other people and, like, working on actual sets. But I, I don't in, didn't enjoy it that much because you're kind of starting off as, like, a production assistant or, like, a camera assistant really low, and the hours are really shitty and... <laughs> And you don't get paid much uh, if you're just on some um, kind of low-budget music videos. But then I discovered, like, on the side, I was always taking photos because in Vancouver, everything is so so nice. Um, so I just started taking photos. And then once um, TikTok came out, I started to make videos. I just had, like, back in the days on Instagram, I had, like, three or 4,000 followers. Um, even though I posted like every day a photo and stuff like that, but it uh, wasn't really a good place to grow at the time. But then after um, TikTok came out uh, and I don't know, I follow Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's like a lot of, he makes a lot of like talks about marketing and stuff like that. I probably, a lot of people know him and he said, you should get on TikTok because there's, you can grow really easy. And that was back in, I think that was 2020 when I started, uh, November 2020 when I started, no wait, 2019, 2020 was when the pandemic hit. So 2019 in November, it was before the pandemic, I started posting videos and then I think the third or fourth video I posted on there got like a million views and I was like, this is crazy. Like I had like my 5,000 followers on Instagram. I never gotten so much attention before on a, a platform, a social media platform like that. So I was... Yeah, kind of like, oh, this is actually cool. Like, you can gain some real traction here. But at the time, it was a lot of, like, people on TikTok were just dancing. And I was kind of the first guy to, I feel like I was the first guy to, to shoot outdoor videos in Vancouver, it feels like. And now, two and a half years later, a lot of people shooting, like, outdoor content. And also a lot of brands are on there. So this is where I kind of, like, started my video, video content creation stuff. I just went out, go hiking, and... Yeah, uh, then the pandemic hit and I feel like this helped a lot because a lot of people were stuck at home watching stuff on their phone. So I kind of grew my audience and also then Instagram launched Reels. And before they launched Reels, I had like maybe like five or 6,000 followers, as I said. And then I told myself I should have posted a Reel every day. Um, and it was kind of hard because in COVID, you couldn't go anywhere really. So I always repurposed older content, but I always challenged, challenged myself to make one reel every day. And this is kind of where 
um, my growth really happened when I was consistent with posting reels. And because also was a new feature from Instagram, they kind of also pushed it out a lot. So I gained like so many followers. I was posting photos for like three years before and no followers. But then after I posted reels every day, I got like a lot exponential growth. Um, and now I'm still doing a reel and a TikTok every day. But uh, yeah, it's it's challenging uh, to to do it every day. But I, for me, I, it works because once I skip a day, I, f I get lazy. So I want to do it every day. So yeah, this is where how I got started in content creation. Then also the brands reach out to you. Um, if you have a, like a following or see a video and then I want to work with you because um, it's a really good way to make money nowadays. But we'll, we'll talk about it a little later. Um, yeah, so the first question I think I answered. Um, the second question... Um, how do I make productive reels with con confidence? Uh, yeah, I, I try to I try to always provide a little value. Sometimes it's not really possible, but I try to. Um, I just recently started to produce more reels on my videography account, and I always show behind the scenes how I shoot product videos and stuff like that. So I feel like if you provide value to your audience, this is a good thing, and all also like um, like share like make the first shot really interesting i usually try to sh show like even like a beautiful landscape at the beginning and then um try to provide value like of three whatever whatever like three out like three outdoor uh, gear three three types of outdoor gear you could use for your next hiking trip or something do a video like that or yeah sharing the spots I don't know like I'm not really a fan of that if they're like secret if um, they're like widely known then I would say go for it but I I'm not a big fan of like sharing uh, like spots that are secret because um, then it gets too overcrowded but yeah I would say like provide value and um, make the first shot really interesting and also th that's what I'm also struggled a little bit myself because I usually um are i actually I, I often go hiking by myself so i don't have a f lot of footage of myself and i feel like it's more interesting if you show um yourself in the videos not uh just nature and it's also really important if you want to work with brands because like if you just post nature they're not really tied into like if they want to work with you, like, and then you all of a sudden promote like a product, and then your audience doesn't even know how you look like, and you never talk into uh, on your videos, then it will be harder to sell yourself to potential brands because uh, you all have only only this landscape nature content, and uh, yeah, the uh, the audience really uh, the the brand doesn't really connect or the audience doesn't really connect with your personality so i tried to do that more i was really bad with this so i try to change it up uh maybe i should go hiking more with other people <laughs> all right um and this actually tech uh is going into the next question which is like somebody asked me i don't post a lot of ads what's your main source of revenue um, I posted maybe in the last year, I posted maybe like two or three ads. Uh, I'm not a really big fan of posting a lot of ads on my social media. I try to work with brands that, um, so I get a lot of messages of like promoting or like exchange for product. I'm, I'm never doing that because why would I get a product for free and then promote it? Um, 
I always go for like a paid advertising. Um, but I also really, um, I was really struggling last year because I, I had like a, somebody offered me a, like a cruise um, through the Caribbean. And I was like, um, I'm not really like a fan of cruises because uh, kind of like my page is more like individual hike, hiking and stuff like that. And I feel like I never enjoy going on all-inclusive and I would never go on a cruise by myself. Like I would never book a cruise. So I was thinking, why would I promote that um, if I don't really would do it myself? Um, so I was, it was a good, like they offered me quite a good lot of money for that, but I just felt like uh, it doesn't really resonate with me because I, I feel like I would be lying if I would promote that because I would never go on there myself. So I did not taking that. But yeah, I just tried to, uh, my, my main source of revenue is actually like shooting videos. Like I, I shoot product videos a lot and um, people, like companies, they send me stuff and I just shoot the product videos here at home um, in my little studio, in my living room, actually on this table a lot. Um, and then this is actually like what, how I make the money. This, the, the social media content creation is just on the side for fun a little bit. If a good company reaches out, then, um, I will, I'll consider it if, if I really want to work with them. But I, I know a lot of people, they just reach out to companies that they want to work with. I'm not really doing that. If a good company reaches out to me, I'll, I'll work with them if it's worth it. Um, but yeah, as I said, my main source of revenue is uh, shooting videos, uh, like actual like videography work. That's my main source of, of income. Um, yeah, this is an interesting question. How do I travel alone creating content? I actually, because yeah, I mostly, this is ties into the, what I said before. I, I mostly shoot landscape content, but I want to get more footage of me actually. So I had uh, this 360 camera from uh, Insta360, I think. This is really easy how uh, you can create content and sh actually film yourself because it films the whole surrounding. Um, but I sold it. Uh, so maybe I get a, uh, it's a good, if you travel alone, I think this is a good way to capture yourself. But um, most of the stuff I just shoot on my iPhone. Um, a lot of people ask me, what camera do you use? I actually, when I'm going hiking, I never bring my camera anymore because um, I was just like looking if I'm actually recording, but yeah, I do. Um, so I just shoot a lot of stuff on my phone and actually even don't shoot in 4K because I think Instagram and um, the other social media platforms, they don't like the 4K because they have to compress it too much. Um, somebody asked how to upload in good quality. I actually just shoot on my phone and then I just straight from the phone, I just upload it. And I usually edit in the Instagram or TikTok app. Um, I have an editor, uh, I can't remember what the name is. Um, I edit on my phone, I think it's Splice, I don't know if that's right. But yeah, I, sometimes I edit on my phone. Um, uh, but usually I edit in the Instagram app because I kind of, I don't know, <laughs> I feel like it's, um, it helps for like pushing out the content. But um, yeah, I should just straight up on my phone in full HD um, and then just edit on my phone. I actually, usually uh, I organize my footage because I don't know about Android, but on the iPhone you can make folders and then just put the content in there. And then I have my videography content and then I have my outdoor content in 
the different folders and it's really easy to organize. Um, sorry, the questions are all over the place, but I just trying to go over them, um, how they came in. Um, why did I move to Canada? Uh, if it w was it because of the nature? Yeah, nature was a big part of it. And also in Germany, there's so many people living there. And I feel like always when you go out hiking, there is like so many people on the trail, even if you wake up for sunrise. So I was, <laughs> I was thinking, okay, like Canada, like Vancouver has the ocean and it has the mountains. And there's not so many people around when you go out on a hiking trail or something. I mean, close to Vancouver, it can get really busy. But if you go out like a little further, uh, you won't see a lot of people. It's more wild, I would say. So that's why I came here. And it's also because I, I want to work in the film industry. Um, this is actually a lot of people don't know this. Um, I studied abroad in LA and a lot of people told me there, you should go to Vancouver because they shoot a lot of movies there. Um, and because they get tax credits from the Canadian government, a lot of people, uh, movies from LA shoot up here and some Netflix shows like Riverdale, I think. So uh, I was wanted to work in the film industry. That's why I came here. Um, but then like, yeah, the nature was breathtaking. So I said, I, I, I just, my focus shifted more from working in the film industry, like on a, like big sets to creating my own content. And for now I'm really happy with that. Maybe I just wanted to, uh, work on some sets again in the future. But for now I'm just creating videography content by myself, I would say. Um, how can I start filmmaking, especially in Germany? I, I would say like, you just have to practice. Like the, the thing is like, you just have to practice and have consistent, uh, yeah, time, spend time with the camera and really learn how to do it. I uh, shoot a lot of spec ads. Um, there's tons of courses online you can learn for free, like watch YouTube videos. There's a lot of guys that teach it. I also have a YouTube channel where I break down my behind the scenes of my videography work. Um, which is, uh, I, I feel like it's really helpful for me because every time I shoot a product video, I also take behind the scenes and it creates content that I could use for marketing. I actually got a lot of work for posting YouTube videos. Um, a lot of companies reach out, especially watch companies. I, I, had the, <laughs> I have a YouTube video that ranks really high when you type in watch commercial on YouTube. Um, and it's one of the top videos. So a lot of watch brands reach out, but I... For now, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm so tired of shooting watches because it's always, like a watch is not like an interesting um, object to shoot because it's, you can only do so much. And I shot a lot of watch content lately, so I, I'm, I'm not complaining, but uh, I kind of like ran out of, out of ideas what I'm, I'm shooting. So <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I feel like creating content is a good way to start and then connect with other people to really, I feel like if you have friends that do the same thing, it's easier to learn and uh, yeah, you can grow together. Uh, what kind of equipment can I recommend, which is not very expensive? I, I shoot on your phone and I, you can have everything you can shoot on your phone. I have some videos on my YouTube channel where I explain how I shoot on my smartphone. So um, you can get started with that and just practice. Um, I started off out with the, my first camera was a Canon, but then I got like the Sony 6500, which is a little older now, but it's still good. Um, I would recommend getting the Sony a7 III, which is fairly inexpensive and it's a pretty good camera all around, um, which I had for the longest time. 
now I'm recording on the FX3 because um, the Sony a7 III just wasn't enough for like the, the quality videos that I wanted to shoot. Um, so I got the Sony FX3, which is a pretty good camera. Um, and I bring it um, not so much on my hiking trips. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm even debating if I should bring it because I'm going on a road trip soon to the States, but I will bring it there for sure because I want to shoot some high quality photos. Um, yeah, so I, sh I shoot on the FX3. It's a, it's a decent camera, more, more for video than for photos, but it can take stills as well. Uh, for photos, I would say the, the, an actual camera is still better to shoot photos. Um, for videos, for social media videos, I just shoot everything on the phone. Um, another career question, how I started it. I, actually, I think I already explained that. What precautions you take in extreme cold weather? I'm actually like not really in cold weather. Like I, I, when I went to go skiing, I just bring my phone and I feel like it's pretty robust to the cold. Um, I never even shot like a, f f some, uh, I never even shot in like extreme cold uh, temperatures. So I actually, I would just bring like some Pelican cases and really, uh, cause the batteries drain more quickly. Let me get a sip of water here when it's cold, so bring lots of like batteries. Um, but yeah, um, I can't really answer that because I never really shot in extreme cold weather. Um, how to monetize content? Um, that's a good question. I, I, there's different ways to do that. Um, for example, what I'm doing is for companies, some, some companies, uh, they want you to create reels or video content for their brands for social media. So you're actually not posting it. Um, you're just creating it for them. So that's one thing I'm doing. I'm just creating a video content for brands. Uh, monetize the content on Instagram. Like uh, I think Instagram, they just ruled out a feature that you get paid by views, but it's probably not much. Um, TikTok pays you, um, I think, uh, one, I don't know how, how much it is, like per thousand views, you get like a couple of cents. So it's not, you can't get like live off of that. So monetizing content is really working with brands. Um, I would say like, I have some friends that really, um, they don't even, you don't even have to have a lot of followers. They just make content for brands uh, to post on their social media and then, uh, Feel like this is the way to go now because every brand wants video content so this is i think you should read out reach out to brands make like some um reels or video content that it could present them and then just like say hey i made this and this and uh that would work uh, pitch it to them um i could make this and this and hey i could create some reels for you um how much money how much budget do you have for this um this is one way to do it. Um, um, you can set up, like on YouTube, you can set up a Patreon. Um, on Instagram, I don't really monetize it because I just, it's not like my main source of income. I, I probably could monetize it more, but I'm just not a fan of like monetizing the audience too much. I, uh, maybe I'll, I'll think of some other ways. Um, there's actually like, because I'm doing this group trip this year. Um, there is another way if you want to do 
have fun and travel while you earn money. Um, there's this company called Trova Trip and you can launch trips with them and you have a bigger audience. You can host a trip and go travel. I'm going to Iceland and then you can just... Uh, meet some new people, get new connections, and you can also earn a little bit of money from that. So uh, that could be also a fun way to monetize your audience or content. Um, yeah, there's a, a lot of different ways you could do that. Um, but uh, as I said, I'm not really a fan of monetizing too much. It's important if you want to make a living off of your social media. But um, I, as I said, my main revenue comes from uh, videography work. How much, time, how much time do you spend online at your laptop per day to keep your community updated? Um, Lucy asks, um, too much probably. Um, I, I try to respond to every comment that I get um, on my reels or because if somebody takes the time to um, answer a question I asked or uh, reply to a reel that I posted, I also want to give them back sometimes it's not even possible because some uh with videos on tiktok they got like 2,000 comments and i feel like it would take all day to reply to them but i i'm probably spending I, my phone i'm just streaming live here on tiktok so i wouldn't i couldn't check my screen time but it's probably too much it's probably like five hours a day for like total um screen time with that that's all like posting content editing content replying to content Probably too much. Um, I should cut back on that because sometimes it's good. Um, when I'm just here at home in Vancouver, I try to do a lot more. When I'm out traveling, I don't really have the time to be so much on my phone because I'm um, shooting a lot. Um, but yeah, when I'm at home, I'm probably too much on, on the phone. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, blah, blah, blah. Let's see what other questions are on here. I don't know. Um, okay, like, I don't know if you, I'm just recording here. I got this microphone. I hope everything works all right. I'm also streaming to TikTok that uh, I've not, never done lives before. So I think this is what a good good opportunity to do a live. Um, can't really see what, if there's any comments or questions because I'm facing the other way around. But I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. How are you, how are you guys doing? Um, I, I feel like uh, this is a good way to express yourself um more than just like a short video um if somebody wants to hear something long more long format uh i feel like this could be more interesting and also i mean just it's ex you have to excuse i'm just by myself um the next episodes will be having a guest and i think it will be more interesting to have a guest on um other than just me talking here to the microphone but i hope you get some value out of it that's the main point um to get some value out of it. Um, I usually listen to podcasts when I'm cook podcasts when I'm cooking. So it's a good way to have some entertainment while you're doing something um, in the kitchen or you're cleaning or something. Um, sorry, let me see. The, 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 the top tips for beginners. I think I already covered that. Is an iPhone good enough to capture content? Absolutely it is. Ever thought about getting a dog? Um, how do I deal with loneliness? That's a good one. Um, uh, my parents had a dog when I was younger, and I really liked, I like dogs a lot, but I feel like because I'm traveling sometimes so much, going like other places, I feel like I wouldn't want to 
give the dog away to other people and I feel like it's not just because if I'm just would travel locally I could just bring the dog but I feel like because I'm traveling also overseas a lot I feel like a dog is not really suitable for me at the moment maybe when I'm traveling less and actually like settling down more then a dog would be really awesome a dog is really for sure good when you are like traveling by yourself because you have a friend always with you but the thing is like loneliness I don't really because I don't mind being alone um sometimes it's way like it's better to travel with friends or meet new people on on your travels but I also don't mind uh being alone uh like staying in a cabin somewhere uh and just like creating content the good thing about traveling by yourself is that you can do what you want um i was on a trip with some friends like a couple years ago and everybody wanted to do something different it's like this is so annoying like um it's good to have friends with you but sometimes it's also good to to travel by yourself because you can learn a lot of stuff by yourself and a lot of people are afraid to do it because they think it will be so scary but I, i would recommend to go just on like small day hikes by yourself and start off like that and then just go further and further from your hometown or something and then you just do longer trips and I feel like you meet a lot of people especially if you stay in hostels and or you stay on campgrounds you meet other people that also travel by themselves and you can make good connections there if you're in a bigger group you don't really make a lot of from my experience at least you don't make a lot of friends when you're because you're just staying in the group usually um but yeah it's a good way to grow and learn about yourself i would recommend it to everyone um who's who's thinking about it just do it uh start small and then go bigger uh but yeah dealing with loneliness um calling other people um if you're feeling lonely uh just talk to them or yeah um I don't really have that problem because I, I actually like sometimes I, I need my alone time <laughs> like being by myself so um, yeah I don't really have that issue but for sure like if you if you're struggling with it uh, call someone talk to other people uh, get yourself out there really helps and what software do I edit and on on my videography I edit in Premiere Pro I just I thought about switching to Final Cut because I'm, as you could see, I, I'm using a Mac, which is runs way more efficient because uh, it's a native uh, Apple program. But the the whole ecosystem of um, Premiere Pro and yeah, just Photoshop. I just use Photoshop and Lightroom a lot. Uh, so it, the whole ecosystem is hard to get away from when once you started using it. So. Yeah, uh, it's also pretty expensive. I think it's like 60 or 70 bucks a month, so it's insane. And uh, there's also DaVinci Resolve, which is completely free to use uh, for video editing. And it, was, it used to be like a coloring program, but they, uh, they actually have a lot of editing features now, and it's a full-on uh, editing program. You can do everything you can do in uh, Premiere, I guess. Um, yeah, so um, I'm using Premiere Pro, and for as I said before, my phone I actually shoot every uh, edit everything in the apps directly, and I have this app on my phone, uh, which is a free app that I excuse me that I um, use for like editing longer form videos. Um, 
Am I right that I don't miss the Allgäu? Allgäu is where I'm from in Germany. <laughs> um, uh, there's another question where I'm from in Germany. Yeah, I'm from the, like the Alps. It's like near Munich. It's like an hour outside of Munich, more towards uh, the mountains. Uh, if you know that famous castle in Germany, that uh, Neuschwanstein castle, um, I live like maybe 30 minutes from there. It's a good place to grow up because the mountains are so close. And actually, like I never been really gone to the mountains when I was younger. I was I was going with my grandfather a lot uh, when I was. Uh, a kid but then once you get like a teenage you're not really I was not really interested in going uh, hiking too much but uh, once the pandemic hit and I went back to Germany uh, I all discovered it uh, again and I just because like for me I don't really like I think a lot of people uh, would relate to that but because um, a lot of people they're not really traveling exploring their home country really um Uh, I've been here in BC and uh, talked to other people and they say like, okay, like I've never been there, even though it's so close. I feel it's the same as in Germany because I've never really explored Germany too much because I feel like, oh, I'm living there. I'm from there. I'm not really, I don't really have to explore, but COVID kind of changed that. So, because you can't go anywhere else. So I was exploring the mountains, do a lot of hikes in Germany. There's actually so many beautiful hikes um, there. And if you go, go during the week, it's actually not that busy. But if you go on the week, uh, on the weekend, it's insane. Like on a nice day on the weekend, the hiking trails are just packed there. Um, but yeah, I'm just from a small town in the Allgäu uh, in Germany. Uh, Bavaria. This is why it's so funny because there's a lot of craft breweries here in Vancouver. And... Uh, I also always, I like the basic beers. I always get the basic beers like lagers, pilsners. And then there's, uh, they also have the Kolsch here. They call it Kolsch. Um, but uh, in Germany, we call, call it Kölsch, which is like from Cologne, the, the, the city. And when I, every time I order a Kölsch, they never know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, they have good beers here. Compared, like Germany, I'm probably biased because Germany has like a lot of good beers and probably the best in the world. Uh, but they have a lot of craft breweries here in, in Vancouver, and I actually really like those. Um, they have some good lagers here as well. Uh, da -da, da -da. What is my camera? I already know that. What is my light? I, I use a lot of like tube lights, and one light I could recommend for shooting video work is uh, the like a tube light. Uh, I use the Nanolite Pavo tubes. There are these tube lights, and you can change the colors and everything, and I'm using them for all my product videos, um, which are fairly, they're battery-powered. They're so versatile. I would, everybody who starts out, I would recommend using a tube light. Um, yeah, uh, this is the one light I use, and for interviews, I usually use, like, a like a big softbox light. I'm trying to, at the, I'm at the process now of like setting up my studio in my other room. This is actually my living room. This is my living room now. I'm recording in my living room. Um, but my, my couch is not here. Uh, so I feel like it's a bigger room and it's a, it's a pretty good setup. What do you guys think? I'm also uh, uploading this to YouTube so you could see the setup. But everybody who listens on Spotify, um, I hope the sound quality is good because there's like this... Um, I don't know, this is like this air conditioning running and I hope you can't really hear it uh, in the microphone. This is the first time I'm recording in this microphone, so I hope everything is good. 
And uh, the last question. Oh, this is uh, how much how much time? It's like 35 minutes. I think it's pretty good for the first episode. Um, probably get to 40 minutes at the end. Um, how do I charge companies? How much probably? Um, um, this really depends on what it is. Uh, when I first started out, I started to charge like 500 bucks at least for a product video, which is now it's insane. Like sometimes it, it also depends on the company. So if there's like startup companies compared to like bigger brands like Facebook or Meta, they're called now. Um, if I see that it's a big company, I would also like charge more. If it's a startup company, then I'll, I'll consider doing a little less, but it also depends on how much work it is. So if it's just like a basic commercial that I do for um, just for um, product videos, uh, sometimes if it's just like a gin commercial, it's just on the tabletop, it takes me probably like one day to shoot and edit. Um, this will be for sure cheaper than uh, like a multi-day shoot. Uh, also depends if you have to hire other people, but at the beginning, I wouldn't say like build your portfolio, but I would also recommend don't work for free if a company asks you to. Um, you could, I'm, I'm cool with shooting spec ads, like you create a, like I shot like a spec ad for Coca-Cola and then you just send it to them and see what they think. Um, I mean, I, I think I shot that spec ad, but I didn't send it to them. It was just for like creating content that I could post and explain, which is also a good way to provide value and get new clients. But uh, at the beginning, I would say if a company reaches out and you you would for sure know your worth because it's your time you're putting in and don't do it for free, I would say. Um, if they say like we give you exposure for that, like don't do that. Like I... If they like say, okay, we're gonna repost your reel or something, um, you're not gonna get any exposure or followers from them reposting it. Even though like I, I have like some big pages repost a reel of mine, and I feel like it, I it hasn't even really done do anything with multi-million followers account. Uh, it doesn't really do anything, and they just wanna like get free marketing material. So. Know your worth, and when you create something cool, uh, companies nowadays are pretty sneaky. They just want to get free marketing material. Um, you just have to be aware of that. So I think know your worth. Even though if they're saying like uh, like we reposted, we have so many followers, you get way more work from that. Um, this is not a good thing. I always uh, come up with that an an analogy with like if somebody wants to give you a product or like pay you an exposure. Uh, I always say like, do you like if your toilet is like if your toilet doesn't flush, do you get your plumber say like, oh, I have this Instagram account, I give you a shout out on social media. Do you think the plumber would come and fix your toilet? I don't think so. And it's the same thing with like sh shooting, like creating content. Now it's a, like a, it's like a normal business. So know your worth. And yeah, I'm. Uh, I would say like. Charging companies, I, I've shot videos that range from like 500 bucks to up to like $15,000, uh, which will be like uh, like multi-day, multi, like a week shoot and then editing. Um, you can also go with a day rate. Day rate is usually like, depending on where you're from, like if you bring your own equipment, should be, if you're more experienced, can range to like from a thousand bucks a day 
And then editing rate could be like a 500 uh, editing day rate. Depends how much experience you have. If you're starting out, obviously a little bit will be a little bit lower. And if you have like 10 years of experience, could even be like two or 3,000 a day. <coughs> so, um, excuse me. It really depends on uh, how much experience you have and how much good work you have. It also depends on what company it is. But yeah, I hope this gave you a good um, estimate and how you could do it. All right, I think we're almost at the end. Uh, I hope this was uh, uh, a fun episode. For It's just the first episode. It's always a little all over the place, but I feel like at, f at first I got... And the, the most important thing, I got started and did the first episode. Um, yeah, I hope you get something out of it. And the next next episode, I'll, I'll have a guest on, um, really exciting guest. So I, for all the filmmaking friends, if you're listening, this is a really good guest because um, he's worked in the industry for a while and uh, for sure has some exciting tips for you. Yeah, so um, thanks everybody for listening and um, I'm, I'll be doing this weekly. Um, every Sunday there's a new episode coming out. You, will, you can listen to it on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google. Google has also a streaming platform, I think. Um, and I will also upload uh, a video to YouTube um, so you can actually see me. But I'm actually just realized I never uh, looked at the camera really. But this is, uh, I just looked at the laptop, but so all of the viewers that saw me on the uh, video, sorry for not looking at you. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks for guys for, wa uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, I hear you next week with an uh, interesting guest. Happy week. Happy weekend. Happy rest of the weekend. And enjoy your next week. Bye. All I really take is a little taste. Alan girl, blue eyes with a little bass. Here for the thrill, I don't need a chaser.